on a slippery slope the end of my road but keys i couldn't find what's up everybody this is your boy trump right here on dudes talk shit episode three we got a special guest before i introduce her guess who's back with us this week me you call me a special guest. I need to put some earrings on or something. <laughs> you know, she's a special uh, day. You know, we don't we don't do guests on here. If you on here, you hosting with us. That's how we doing it. And we have what's his, what's your name again? TJ, the Chicago kid. TJ, what t what what nickname are you today? TJ, who about to go on vacation because motherfucking tax season is over. <laughs> 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 motherfucking right. I ain't got to do another motherfucking tax return <laughs> next year. Shit, I'm so motherfucking tired of this shit. Oh, April fifteenth on them. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's uh, IRS actually extended this shit today. Took another month, uh, another day because they they systems went down today. So it's all crash from all the people trying to get their stuff in at one time. Motherfuckers wait to the last minute then come down to press you out. Nah, nigga, you gonna have to pay a goddamn expedited fee. <laughs> Well, she, she's already on, and you can see her right here. I want to intro, formally introduce joining us today is La Doodlebug. What's good, y'all? What's good, family? See that big white mic she got? That's my snowball. That's my snowball. It sounds good, though. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Trump, when are we getting the motherfucking stations back? Let's just jump right into that conversation. Oh, we going to... Uh, say that all right. Well, May 1st is a done deal. Studio opens again on May 1st. We're going to start shows May 2nd, but there's a little issue with that. Here's the issue there's a radio station in there now, and the radio station um, is supposed to move downstairs. They were supposed to move downstairs April 1st. Um, there was an issue downstairs. Then they were supposed to move downstairs May 1st, but there's an issue still. So they're not moving down June 1st. So basically, we can't wait any longer. Um, so the owner of the station told me that what we can do for the month of May is to kind of combine their schedule with our schedule, which means for the month of May, some of the shows are going to be in a time slot that they won't be in once we have you know, once it's just us in the studio. But we have to do that now because we can't push push it back to June. That's just, it's been too long already. Um, so what I'm gonna talk to you about off of the show <laughs> is uh, um, where we're gonna put you just for May and to see if it's convenient for you. But everybody's gonna be back to normal as of June 1 when they officially definitely move downstairs. You hear me? Yo, politically correct, isn't it? Hey, why isn't it, is it changing and jumping on, changing screens and jumping when we talk? Because I just see you and I, well, I guess I ain't going to see me. Fuck it. Go ahead. No, yeah, it changes the screens when, when whoever talk is the screen is, is going to change to. Okay. Okay. Moving right along to the next subject. He's on uh, his friend's computer and is giving them a, a little problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it go. 
Anyway, I wanted to tell y'all something. And the one thing I really like about La Doodle Bug is she's going to tell you straight up, she's not going to give you the typical uh, female answer that you probably would expect and whatever. I mean, you're going to be, you're going to call it 50 50. And, you know, that's, that's what I like. All right. So I'm, I was telling, before we went live, I was telling everybody I went on a date this weekend. And this was a girl I knew. I knew her for a while. So I'm 40 years old. I'm, I'm, I'm too old for a lot of shit right now. So me and her being friends, we never been intimate or none of that. And to me, I don't, I don't know what it is, but anyway, We've been going out off and on. Every time it seems like she's making me think that it's going to go further when it's really not. So when we go out, I pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. She bait and switch oh. your ass. Go ahead. <laughs> now, I don't mind paying and I don't mind going out. If it's somebody I'm steady with or if I invited you out and we are friends, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I was like, hey, let's go to such and such and eat. If I invited you out, I don't expect you to pay. I invited you, you know. Right. But she invited me, so <laughs> you know. And I'm thinking we're gonna talk or whatever. I said because I told her before. I said, look, man, I'm, I'm going out, and it's, it's good to be friends and all that. But as a man, um, if we go out this many times, I'm not saying I expect sex, but I expect to know that this is going to go somewhere instead of friends. Okay, I'm not in my twenties. I don't need a lot of female friends. I'm a male. I don't get my nails done and all that. I don't need female friend friends. So she said, yeah, I understand. Well, um, let's go out and um, let's go out such and such and let's go. She even picked a restaurant. She got that last meal, man. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. No, ain't no last. Oh, no. oh you didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. Oh, I'm going to get to the point. So anyway, the check comes. Um, she conveniently goes to the bathroom. I knew she was coming back because she left her phone on the table. That was a burner. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So anyway, so then she comes back and the check is still sitting there. I said, well, I had, while you was in the bathroom, I had the way to split this into two checks. So there's yours to pay for. Oh, I, I don't. She looked at, oh, I don't even have, I wasn't, ex- I, just a whole bunch of stuttering and shit. I, and, I, and I finally, I said, look, we've been going out. I don't know if you just want to go out for a free meal or what, but um, if we're not going steady or we're not dating on such and such, then we can go out as much as you want. Then we just splitting everything. You pay for yours, I pay for mine. That's just how it's going to be. And she was like, ah, well, you know, I didn't know because normally when we go out, you, I said, well, we talked about this before. It's not like that anymore. She didn't have any money, so she says it's a bunch of bullshit. So I ended up paying for it because I'm not going to be in the back washing dishes. But she knows from this point on, there is no more me paying for everything. We're going to have everything. We're going out, and that's that. What y'all feel about that? Am I wrong? Ladies first, because my shit is going to be a whole lot worse than what she going to say. <laughs> you ain't got to judge me, but <laughs> um, what I would say is that it's you gotta you gotta be honest about your situation or whatever as far as like where you stand and i don't think there's anything wrong with the fact that you let her know how you felt because how you feel is how you feel good bad or indifference is how you feel 
Um, now, I'm not saying that just because you feel some type of way that, you know, it's 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 okay to just, you know, just say anything because that's how you feel or whatever. But at the same time, like, um, I mean, I get it. You know, if you feel like I'm going out, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this person out and, and I mean, okay, answer me this one question. Was she actually expressing interest? Like, did she, did she flirt with you? Did she give you reasons to believe it was headed somewhere? Like, cause it's, it's, it's something totally different if she's not really giving you nothing to go on. At that point, you're making a decision to try to put stock into the situation and hope it turn out in your favor. Cause I feel like if, if she was under the impression that y'all just had that, that dynamic set up, then it's your job to let her know otherwise like you did. But but if she was giving you some type of like energy, like, yeah, you know, like she playing along. Right. And at that point, I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, she, yeah, before, that's why I kept going out because I'm thinking, okay, it was times I would take a break, not go out with her. Then it was times I'd be like, okay, she would come back to the house and she would, you know, we watch movies and she put her hand on my little subtle things like, okay, this is. She put her hand where? <laughs> on my, you know, like on my chest, or you know, on my. You oh, know, okay, see, okay, okay. You know, on my knees. I mean, you kind of cut yourself off, so I ain't, you know, I was just trying to clarify, like exactly how far did this flirtation? If she'd have touched my junk, then I already know. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, I don't hesitate. When you touch my junk, the junk's coming out. Ain't no. Hesitation. I mean, I, I, I need, I, I need. Um, I'm sorry, it's mm -hmm. um, Thornell. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. He got a nick. You got a nickname? Don't worry about it. You I got warrants and shit. You told everybody my government name. You're gonna be kicked down the I'm literally I'm looking at the, the, the screen. I apologize. I mean you okay. put it out there publicly before I verbalize. I am just okay. I, I was just saying I wanted to hear what you had to say. I'm kinda like in my I have thoughts, but I feel like if I hear what you have to say, it's gonna it's gonna help me a little bit. It's not gonna help you at all, sweetheart. Yeah. Unless you're trying to get to hear. Listen here. <laughs> I'm the old man in this conversation. And Trump, you 40 years old, you put that out there. Yep. All that tells me is you too goddamn old to let somebody pull some bullshit like that on you. Is this an East yeah. Coast thing? That's her. Is this, is, this, is this a DMV, Baltimore, whatever the fuck thing? Because in Chicago, we see through that bullshit. Now, this is what's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to get it established in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you start investing in some shit, right. whether you going to get the pussy or not. Right. Just, just flat out. You don't go and Brother. buy mm -hmm. something and invest in something that you, right. haven't, done, you, haven't, you haven't done your homework and finding out whether it's gonna be something worth the investment. Now, she got how many meals out of you? It come, it come slow ass. She got, <laughs> she got how many motherfucking meals? Who the fuck is calling me? Let me tell you something, brother. I'm gonna tell you, I am not the one to pull that on. I, I can see through that. So how, that's never been pulled. How many meals on. she get out of you? Huh? How many meals she get out of you? I can't, man, look. Be honest, how many? How many? If you had to throw a number out, how many? Please, I need this number. I've known this chick for five years. Uh, that's why I'm eating. But we don't go out all the time. I probably seen her. We probably go out five, six times a year. 
Somebody it's, come, yeah, somebody. it's like literally two calls being attempted. Y'all see that? I don't see that. I don't see shit. But anyway, what I was saying was you you could you should have found this out from the beginning. See, what I'm not about to do is I'm not about to hang out, spend unless somebody is completely platonic and I have zero romantic interest in them, like my my children's godmothers. Unless unless I have zero romantic or sexual interest in them, I ain't got no business hanging out with you, watching TV with you, going to dinner with you. If I want to smash, I'm making my intentions known. And I'm going to put it out there because we grown, and whoever this is is getting on my motherfucking ain't me. But we, that's, your people's. that's your people's trying to call in. Yeah, but... He should be able to just click on the link. He shouldn't. It should. He should be able to. Just yeah, it shouldn't be doing that. I don't know what kind of feedback that is. That's crazy. I, I think that's. I think it was coming through to me. So I just. I, I, accept, I don't know if he's in here or not. But again, you you got to get that established in the beginning, homie. And you can throw test questions out there. Just drop little hints and see what her response is gonna be. That way, you ain't going on one, two, three, four, five dates, and then on the last date when she invites you out. She invites you out and she ain't got no money. That just lets you know right there that she been hustling you the whole yeah. time. Oh yeah, but, he, but here's the thing. I, man, let me tell you something. The the unique thing about this situation was because I think I, I really digged her and, and I'm not bragging, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a short doubt, however you want to call it. But I get, I get what I get. I have no problem with that. She's the only one who's been able to go this long with me and get this much out of me. So yeah, I, I blame myself for that. Yeah, you blame yourself. You got played for the sucker. Look, I've heard this saying, and maybe y'all have too. If you got a sucker, you lick it for as long as you can lick it. You the sucker. She licked it. I was. was supposed to happen when she came out to that motherfucking table from the bathroom. The only thing that was supposed to be there was her part of the check. <laughs> I see. Can you guys hear us? Hello. Yeah, you fine. We see y'all. Hey. Hi. What's up? First of all, happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday. Hello. Thank oh. you. Hey. Yo, she going in and out again. You still in the dungeon trying to um? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're we're in a submarine right now, so. <laughs> Actually, we're in a closet for real, bro. That's terrible. Our trapped in the closet. <laughs> so to bring y'all up to speed, Trump was playing shit, daddy, and old girl was getting all kind of meals out of him. Let me do that first. Hold on, because you've been going into my ass pause for the past 10 minutes. So, <laughs> I want to welcome the birthday boy, Brian Lyles, to the show. He's Come in live, everyone. Coming live from Portland with the lovely lady you see next to him, the one and only Miss Sarah Gilmore. Sarah G. And thanks for the introduction. <laughs> And join, also joining us, you already know the knucklehead who's been talking, TJ, the Chicago kid, mm. and also the lovely Miss La Doodlebug. Hello. Oh. Hello. I just want to clue y'all up to the, what we talked about. I was telling about, well, you go ahead, TJ. You wanted to talk. So basically <laughs> what happened was 
Crump was playing sugar daddy, you know, taking this chick out, you know, fancy ass restaurants. And then he finally put it down like, look, is we doing this or not? She's like, yeah, okay. And then she hit him up to go out again. He takes her out. And when the check comes, she dismisses herself to the bathroom. And when she come back out, he split the check. And then she claims she ain't got no money to eat. Which all that tells me is that she's been using the whole time to get full on Thursdays. She don't go <laughs> to shop during the end of the week. She call him to go out and he feeds her. So you're going to have to count, you lick your wounds, you know, count your losses, and start telling these, look, the internet is powerful. You can ask a woman up front whether you're going to get the draws or not. Oh, I'm trying to tell you I do that. Just ask. I do that, but I didn't with her for some reason. Let me, can, I ask you, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? How much time have y'all spent together where it didn't require any money? That's a good question. We, 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 we did a couple times together, a few times together where we I'm, didn't have to go out. This is what I'm saying. You should be able to know that you can hang out with her without any type of monetary food. I, I'm getting something out of this benefit. You should know that. If you don't know that, then it really should forget. Talk to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I, 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 I took. I take an L on that one. Hey, right. did she ever have you drop off at you one? Ever feel house? like you gotta do anything besides? Did she ever? <laughs> did she ever have you have you drop her off at like her cousin's house? Never. She she got her own car. She got her own car, so she came to you, got full. <laughs> she went and gave him she her the car bill. She paid for her rent, but she don't want to pay for her food. Oh boy! But, you know what? But you were dating, right? What you say, Brian? You were dating, right? No, we weren't dating. I was. We were trying to. We were real close, but we weren't dating. We was. I was. Y'all were eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were trying to get to that point where I was, but <laughs> you know, it was a, it was a thing. You know, normally. I don't know. It was something about her, and uh, she got me. What can I say? Fuck it. I'm mad enough to admit that shit. You won't get me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't no point in beating yourself up about it. It's just it's just a matter of like, recognizing. Like, you need to think about the quality part. Like, I would just focus on the quality. Don't focus on, why well, I'm not going to spend no money on nobody. Focus on the quality of the relationship with anybody. It's like, know, at the end of the no day, it don't, like, if you were, huh? I ain't spending money on nobody no more. It's half. No, half I, I'm saying, like, just in general, just stop thinking about the stuff that really doesn't matter. It's like you shouldn't spend what you don't want to spend at any point. But if you focus on the quality of the relationship with the person you're talking to, then all that other stuff will work itself out because you know where you stand with somebody. You know, like this. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this person. It's like, do you, do you fuck with me? Do you right. like me? I got questions. What was you taking out? <laughs> Look, man, enough of your <laughs> fucking questions. You was taking that what you was We ain't gonna like. get no all that. Did you start off at Applebee's? Because they got a two for twenty. <laughs> <laughs> <That's not>. Anyway, <laughs> two, for, two for twenty could do a lot, man. Dollar margaritas. Yeah. That's where you yeah. fucked up. You got to start these bitches off cheap, man. You can't just be taking them to the motherfucking old Hickory Smokehouse off the break and the Mortons and shit. You act like I took it to Georgia Browns. <laughs> Georgia Browns. 
You got, no, you can't even do drugs. You got to start them off with Applebee's. Then go next door to like Hooters. Elevate the PF chain. Know in that time whether you're going to get the draws or not. But if you start them off high, then their standards is going to be high. You're going to have to keep meeting that. So you no. got to start off cheap. You start off high and then go low and see what their reaction is. No. Because if you, you take them to the grounds and then you take them to IHOP. Nah. But nah. aren't we just, aren't we a little talking about all this game stuff? It's like if you really trying to be happy, Trump, we too old, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we is too old for all of that. It's like, look, look, either you like me or you don't. Either you, either you rock with me as a human being or you don't. I'm, I ain't about to sit up and carry the one on all this math, Trump. <laughs> carry the so one minus, minus a seven. <laughs> You should have went early. You should have sent her the picture of you in the gray sweatpants. Look, no. we are done with this conversation. Anyway, Brian. <laughs> oh, I'm Mr. Reasonable now. Okay. Because <laughs> this would have went on and on and on and on and on and on. Mm. How, how's your birthday been? I see you up in Portland with the, the lovely Sarah. How how's your B day so far? Right now, it's, it it has been good. You know, since I'm in on the West Coast, it's things have uh, extended because <laughs> look at the East Coast, it'll, it'll end in two hours. So, uh, but it's been nice. Portland is a very nice city to visit. Uh, very green, very clean, um, very. Very relaxing. Um, it rained for pretty much my most most of the time that I've been here, but today, surprisingly enough, it was a nice sunny day. So um, I recommend people, you know, come to visit Portland, you know, for a hot minute. It's it's not a bad spot. How was the flight? Uh, very white. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. I I I was technically. Uh, the only black man on the plane. Oh, um, I as I, I got I was able to due to my injury, I was able to get in and get a seat early. And um, the next thing I said, people walk on walk into the plane. I saw like three Latin people, one Middle Eastern. Oh, and so that was it. Oh, yeah. And that was it. And, and every, <laughs> yeah, one Middle Eastern woman. And that was it. Oh, I was like. I it's like okay, I, I don't see any Portland Trailblazers coming in, <laughs> so <laughs> that's about it because I was the only one on the plane. So I guess like I, even though there's black people here, you know, let's keep in mind there are black people here. We're all right here, by the way. Yes, <laughs> and, but over. I mean, but honestly, it's like I, I really think black folks need to um, explore the country a little bit more, and 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 you know. If it wasn't for Sarah, you know, living here, you know, mind you, again, I would be like one of the same black folks. Just like, why do I want to go to Portland, Oregon? Um, because it's like, what's there for me? And you know, coming out here, uh, it's very different. You know, it's, it is a different setting. Um, if you anybody who lives in the uh, DMV area, um, you would recognize the fact that this entire city. It's kind of a mixture of like Frederick, Baltimore, and Tacoma Park, Maryland, you know, and um, I feel like it's a nice place to get away, you know, the normal mundane of 
New York or DC or Miami live in. It's somewhere where you can hide away. What are you talking about? <laughs> living in Portland. So, but here's the key thing. Let's say this for anybody who's really interested. You know, Sarah knows these spots. They they are the capital of strip clubs. But that is a that is a high point given. And Sarah knows a few spots. Let me just give everybody, everybody background first before we bring Sarah. Sarah used to be a personality on Rip Radio Network. Started out with um, Rob Anthony on Wide Open Radio, um, and now doing her thing. <laughs> be big time. <laughs> I've tuned in online. I've heard her show many a times, and you know we miss you back here. But how has it been since you left the DMV? Well, it's been a lot different. There's certainly not as many opportunities, especially like this. Um, it's been hard to identify with people in this city, that's for sure. And, um, but I do like being able to get around a lot better. Oh my God, the humidity was terrible. Like it literally handicapped me. I don't miss that at all. <laughs> but I do miss, um, the nightlife too. I was telling Brian, I was like, if you're 30 and over in Portland, you don't go out, like you just stay what? in. And so I really miss, the, yeah, I really miss the nightlife in, um, DC, DMV. Wow. Yeah. I would. Portland to me, I thought it was more of a nightlife than well, probably not more than around here, but at least you know, a little more fun, you could say. No, I, well, I think if it's a different kind of fun, if you like hiking and camping and and doing a whole bunch of outdoorsy stuff, yeah, there's a ton to do. But like, if you like to drink and see big booties and <laughs> smoke, yeah, a yeah, a little bit, I like to play, <laughs> but I don't like to. You know, outdoors is fun for a little bit, but it's not everything. TJ, are you there? Or did you freeze? No, nah, I'm here. My connection is fine. I got files playing. Don't look like <laughs> files. I look like some, uh, some, uh, they don't look like files. I thought you got no rag. No, that's your raggedy shit over there. You no. My shit, <laughs> my shit is good. My shit is connected. But look, I, I, I've seen how's it with the radio station? I see you be you doing your thing out there and how's the radio station come? Uh it's super white. You know, it's like <laughs> it's white people making a hip hop station and you kind of just gotta sit there and laugh at it and just let them do their own thing. You know, I have no control over the music they play or the content they're creating. Mm. It's it can be tough sometimes because it's just like, for example, we had this Kendrick Lamar promotion to promote his show. And then all of a sudden, uh, Justin Timberlake announced his uh, his uh, tour. And so we stopped the Kendrick, Kendrick promotion and went over to JT, like forgetting that Kendrick is a huge staple in hip hop. And they went straight to JT because I don't know why we would ever do that. But it's just like these white people trying to figure out black culture and hip hop. It's just like, it's so silly. It gets so silly. Wow. Man, any questions? You got you got some questions, TJ. I know you got some old effed up questions that you want to ask. Nah, nah, I ain't, I ain't got no questions. I'm um, I'm sober today. Unless you want me to go get high. Yeah, go get high. Nah, it's gonna take <laughs> minutes to kick in. That's all right. Go get high. I don't need to do that tonight, man, because we got women on here. You know, no, go get high and come back. Um, good. But then I wasn't had that first impression of me. Now the second time. They already know you. You after. Next time it's gonna be different. Nope. <laughs> I'm getting high right now. I told you. Die. Uh, Moscow music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we can tell in that little cup. But <laughs> yeah. so when are you coming back around that area, Sarah? Are you coming back around DC anytime soon? Uh, 
I, I don't have plans to yet. Uh, Brian certainly um, opened that conversation up. I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's really expensive out there. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I do like traveling and seeing all the people and the do culturally diverse. Oh my God. Out here. It's like white, 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 white. <laughs> it's tough. I'm so serious. Wow. You get, well, like, let me, let me, let me bring up. Um, and, and feel free if y'all got anything to talk about. I was getting ready to throw out the rip radio number calling number. Damn. <laughs> Uh, give it, give it until next month. And we're not live. <laughs> this is tape. This will, this will be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Shit. And I forgot that quick. Yeah. Anybody got anything? Actually, actually, I was kind of wondering if you guys were going to talk about the whole Starbucks thing. So. Oh, I was thinking that too. Uh, you got something to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, yeah, for, well, for anybody who knows me, they know that, yeah, my, my, I mean, there's a lot of Starbucks crazed people. I'm probably on the upper tier of craziness. I get like six shots in my drinks on a daily basis. You know, oh my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little extra in these streets. So, um, Starbucks is very near and dear to me, um, in this whole situation. But what I pretty much said was, is that I wasn't going to, um, I wasn't going to go there until, um, the guy, the guys got financially compensated and uh, How, where did you that? I never heard that. I'm they, sorry. They paid, they paid them. No, I'm saying that if they don't get financially compensated oh, for, what they, okay. for what happened, I'm personally not going to go there anymore because, and, and, and this is why, honestly, a part of, a part of where I stand with it is kind of personal but it's also just a collective effort. There's a lot of us that really won't sacrifice anything in order in the name of us getting ahead. Like the NFL is a very good example of that. So for me personally, I was like, you know, honestly, racism is more financial than it is anything. And it's the mm -hmm. truth. It's like racism was so for the sole purpose of keeping a certain, a certain set of people in power and other people are prey to that power that is existing over here. So in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, if they're not going to support, if they're not, if, if Starbucks doesn't do the necessary steps to true, like where it counts to try to like fix this instead of just cleaning up their image. And you can tell it. Okay. Are, are you trying to clean up your image or are you really in our best interest and in, trying to make us see that, you know, your company completely supports equality, like just on every level or whatever. And so for well, me, well, do you think that shutting down the stores was, was, I mean, they sacrificed money at that point, shutting down 8,000 stores. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, that's what one of my best friends um, said to me. Cause she was like, you know, they've done more than a lot of people or whatever. And I'm like, well, I definitely, I feel like, I'm what I'm where I'm at. I'm very neutral right now. And only because of the fact that I want to set an example. There's a lot of people and I don't have a whole lot of followers and, you know, like just thousands and thousands of followers. But the, the following that I do have, people know that Starbucks is something that I talk about on a probably daily basis. Trump can vouch for me. You That's why I asked you. So, <laughs> so, all of, so, and, and so for me, I'm like. 
there has to be an example of somebody like one of the reasons why Kaepernick is so iconic is because he was willing to sacrifice his career for the Absolutely. name of black people being treated fairly in this country. So when you look, so when I think about Starbucks, my my personal stance is that I want to make sure it sits well with me and I'm acutely aware of where they stand before I support them. Like, are they making that sacrifice? Like, are they truly, are they truly about equality or is this a PR move so they don't lose any money? They're very aware of our black dollars, much like a lot of other companies are. Like, they're very aware of that. They're aware of the money that they make because of us and they're aware of the money that they spend because of us. They're, they're aware of the whole picture. So my biggest thing is, okay, does it sit well with me? What happened? Because at the end of the day, it's like, I, I'm not, it's more important for me to support us than it is for me to, for people to know that I'm crazy about Starbucks and to try to, you know, like I said, I obsess over it. Trump, Trump, just like Trump said, I talk about it every single day. Are you, are you, are you what was the last time you bought Starbucks? Um, last week. Can, can I get in here for a second? Can I, can I get in here for a second? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This, this is this is one of those instances where I feel like, and Trump, you know, as much as I bullshit, I'm probably the most pro-black person you know. But I think this is one of those instances where we are focusing and putting our attention in the wrong direction. Oh, how? Hold on, I'll, I'll explain it. <laughs> you have one person. We only got we only got a few minutes, man. I know how you are about this topic. You have one person who called the police. I don't know if that person was fired. I don't know if that person was transferred to another store. They left the store. That isn't my major problem. My major problem is the response of the police. And we can stand outside of Starbucks all day and we can protest the fuck all day, but Starbucks ain't killing nobody. Starbucks ain't putting no bullets in nobody. Starbucks isn't encountering black men in day-to-day life and beating them and shooting them in the back and, 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 and just brutalizing them. Starbucks isn't an issue. Nobody is protesting outside of the police station where these officers who came in and didn't de-escalate the, is, the situation came in, asked the questions, made the men stand up, who stood up non-violently, compliantly, you got white people in the store saying, what are they doing? What are you doing? They didn't do anything. And we completely forgot the narrative. The issue was not because they were asked to leave the store, if they were asked to left, leave the store. The issue was they were arrested. And in order mm. for the police to be able to arrest you, there has to be a law that has been broken. And nobody is holding the police accountable. Yeah, we bitching at Starbucks and they closing down all their stores on the 29th. But at the end of the day, what is up with the six, seven, eight, nine police officers responding to two men in the store who the manager isn't saying is acting violently and rude in the store? These officers came in with the intentions of doing some shit. Unfortunately, the black dudes didn't act up like they would have wanted to because it could have been worse. But I think we our focus is in the wrong place. We need to be addressing the police chief in Philadelphia. We need to be addressing the police department. We need to be addressing the mayor. We need to be addressing the city council as to why Philadelphia police officers, even with the situation with Meek Mill, and they found out all these officers are corrupt and making all these false reports. We need to be addressing why there's still a culture 
where the police can do whatever the hell they want to the black men and women, and it's not really being addressed. So now we just go, who's the easier target? Starbucks. Uh, can I say something? Because everything you're saying is completely on point, but I think there's a small detail that you've missed. All of this is relative. All of it's relative, and, and this is why. The cops are literally controlled by legislation, just like you were talking about addressing mayors and all this other type of stuff. These people literally, there's so many people in our branches of government that are influenced financially by people who understand, instead of trying to like voice an opinion, the whole money talks and bullshit walks rule applies. There are so many people that got so much accomplished in the LBGT communities and so many different areas because they understand the financial aspect of influencing legislation to change. These cops literally are trained in, in a militant way and the structure is set up to screw everybody over, but black people get the shortest end of the stick because of the foundation that we have in this country. So mm -hmm. it's like the police as a whole is just a cancerous monster that is what it is, but it's literally backed by the very dollars that we don't put in the right places. It's literally backed because collectively we haven't achieved enough resistance towards helping them. And that's where we have to understand, because it's like, like I said, everything you said is right, and we have to focus on how government affects this whole situation, but we literally, it's not enough for us to talk. It's not enough for, they hurt us. It's just like mm -hmm. this um, this dude, this retired officer was talking to me when I was out in Baltimore, um, um, you know, not long after, like, they were trying to report all these riots and bullshit that was happening or whatever it was out there it was like such a community family situation it was such such a lie that the media was trying to you know put out as far as just violence and everything like that but one of the dudes a retired officer i talked to us he was like they hear these protests they hear the, the the marches and stuff like that they don't care they're just trying to distract people long enough so they can keep picking your pockets they picking everybody pockets they picking trump supporters pockets that are poor and don't know any better but they hate niggas so much and love their confederate flag <laughs> that they're going to be in his interest because just solely off the strength of what they were brainwashed to. So, mm -hmm. it's, so at the end of the day, what we have to do is understand it's just like how it's just like how, you know, one, like a black person, I go in a store or whatever, I'm about to like give, you know, somebody to piss me off some lip service where, where Amy, she's going to go and write a letter to the manager and somebody's going to get fired in a week. It's like, <laughs> it's literally the difference of what we, one thing versus the other that we have to do. We got to just be more like, we got to fuck with the pockets of the people that don't right. give a fuck about us. All we have to fuck stuff. with their money. Well, yeah, that's what I tell people. All this other crazy thing on social media. That ain't doing nothing. They hit him in the pockets. You hit him in the pockets. We could have killed them with the NFL, but that's people's pastime. It's like, and for me, it's like, it's my pastime too. I mean, my dad had me watching the skins all the time. Like every year, every season they come. It is what it's like. I'm but, but again, but again, we, we can't, we can't, what, what I don't want us to do, and I think what we end up being guilty of doing all the time is conflating the issues. And conflating, when I say we conflate the issues, okay, Starbucks is going to fire this woman or they're going to remove this woman. 
Okay. Damn, TJ, you clear shit, man. I'm sorry to interrupt, but goddamn, what you do? Change internet connection? That's your piece of shit. It <laughs> is. Bob, it's you. <laughs> You're the connector. Starbucks is going to get rid of this woman. Starbucks is going to have this training, but it's still not going to address the issue. It's going to address the issue with Starbucks, but it's not going to address the issue with the police. And we, right. what we have done, what? we're posting that outside of Starbucks. And then Starbucks is going to fire this woman and Starbucks is going to give us all kind of pro- promises and everything. And then does that end what's going on with the police? No. Nah, nah. Can, can I just say one thing? I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to disrespect. I, 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 don't, I don't like people cutting me off, so I apologize. But I just need to say this one thing. We have to find out who. That's, that's the thing about politics and a lot of white folks and, 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 and white people doing white people shit. They know who is affecting what. We mm-hmm. have to be on that level. We have to understand the, the different entities and businesses and organizations that fund the police and, and that fund different things that are not in our best interest. We have to go after the people that we blindly support without under without even realizing we support them that are helping the police be the assholes that they are out here. That's literally like in my mind, that's that's what we have to do. It is relative like Starbucks. I agree with you. I think Starbucks is too small of a business on a on a large scale of trying to affect something in our lifetime to go after them or choose them to be like, like I said, I think I think larger entities, huge billion upon billion dollar industries that haven't been in our best interest it's like when we truly stop the the larger people from 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 um benefiting from us as consumers then we develop a platform to say okay so what's the problem why y'all not like what's what's the problem you know somebody wants to listen to you you stop that's pretty much what happened with the montgomery bus boycott it's like it it wasn't ringing a bell until that money, that black dollar stopped being, because we oh make up $1.4 trillion in, I'm sorry, $1.3 trillion in spending power. That is yes. an insane amount of money for us to be disrespected in this country. We have to tap into that. So, so Starbucks, I agree with you. It is like, it's almost like exercise. Like if we could actually like effectively take one company and truly make a dent, then maybe it'll help us build on that. I look at, look at it that way. Like it's exercise, not necessarily like it's representative of us actually having some type of solution. I don't, I don't mean to cut in on this, but we going to take it to a lighter note now. Brian, <laughs> no, you fine. You fine. You fine. We want to, we, Brian, sir, y'all have anything to say on? On this, on the Starbucks thing, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I, I kind of agree what TJ has been saying. The narrative has changed. Uh, pretty much, I would say that who controls that narrative has been the media, and it's been I kind of unfortunate that it's one thing to say a start. It started off being a Starbucks manager called the police, and then it just stuck on that. And I feel like you know none of the like the, all these crazy pundits been saying. Hey, you know, what about the police? Except maybe one or two, you know, to say that, you know, pretty much having an instant arrest made no sense. Instead of having a conversation, that is was kind of missed because normally something like that, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be that extreme unless unless they became volatile or whatever, you know, just to go in and then ask a few questions to the point where you pull out your handcuffs. 
that doesn't make any sense to me. So it feels it's like, again, it is, you know, the media is supposed to be how to interpret. I wouldn't say the, the conduit of trying to between the media, I'm sorry, between the people and the situation that is being seen in front of your television screen. But somehow they, again, they spin it in a way to where they try to make, you know, the, it's a good and a bad thing. And the thing is, is like, okay, can you read between the lines? And I agree with TJ. He's him. He read between the lines. It's like, how did the police react? Why are they reacting in this form of manner? And especially when you bring in five or six cops, you know, in that scenario, you, you could have just brought in two, ask a few questions. If there's nothing wrong there, they would have went, went home. It made no sense to be, to be escalated in that form of fashion. I, I, I want to say on this and then we'll, we'll close it. Gonna, Sarah, did you have anything you want to say? I'm sorry. One last thing. Um, I'm sorry. What is the lady's name? What is your name? La Doodlebug. Diddlebug? La Doodlebug. La Doodlebug. Sorry. Excuse me. Thank you. La Doodlebug. That's cool. You brought up a really good point. Uh, we, we do. I did read that we have $1.3 million, uh, trillion dollar. Um, power. I mean, we could take out companies and I think people forget how much power our money has. And so, especially as black culture, I think, I think that's really important to bring mm -hmm. up and, you know, reiterate to people like we could take out whatever the fuck we want. So mm -hmm. I think that's powerful. I agree. And, and like I said, I agree with TJ, but I agree with a lot of La Doodlebug too for years. I think the best thing to do is hit them in the pockets. That's, right. That's just, that's what everybody mm -hmm. else does. You, everybody, you, we can go around. Everybody else has, has money circulating in their communities. Yeah, you can you go around march and get on TV and Al Sharpton going to bring his ass down there like you always do. But <laughs> you know, in their pockets, what you say don't matter. And then what, what happens is we come back to our own communities. We, we, we stand together so much when it comes to little things like this. And then we go back to our own community and we kill each other. How can anybody take it? Theories. Please. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I wanted to ask something. Uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> Brian, you single? Yeah. Sarah, you single? Yes. Why? Are you single? <laughs> Are you single, Trump? You want to buy me dinner? Oh! <laughs> 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 I know you, so I'll buy you dinner because I know you cool. So I'll buy you dinner. <laughs> so when are y'all two won't get married? No, huh? no. Brian's my good friend. Oh, so you doing Brian like old girl did Trump? <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> I care Brian for his birthday. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I took care of Brian's dinner. <laughs> See, she took care of Brian's dinner. So, so what that tells me is, is that you ain't never gonna get none because she, <laughs> you know, she paid for dinner. She don't want you to be able to expect shit for what you do. <laughs> now, let's let's put it back to that point. Okay, let's put in this aspect because I've been hearing this ever since Sarah and I have been friends. Because I'm gonna um, tell you, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut cut into. A mm -hmm. lot of uh, Sarah, you have a lot of male male people who who admire you and and want to you know take you here and be with you, et cetera, et cetera. But to me, this is just to me, and I'm not pressuring anybody, but I'm going to give my opinion. 
you two make a good couple. Just the interaction <laughs> that I've seen all through the years and the 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 you know the the it's just you know, stop beating around the bush. Look, that man that came all the way from the East Coast to Portland. <laughs> he wants the draw. <laughs> yeah, he ain't Mr. Nice Guy. But the fact right. is, he got his ass on a plane and went to goddamn white ass Portland the way you act. So let's not sit here and act, bro. Just turn to your left and be like, "Look, I want." I gotta got agree. I gotta agree. I gotta agree with that. See, if you was ugly about four hundred pounds, I could believe that this shit was just be platonic on his end. But I'm looking and I'm I'm texting Trump right now, like, are they together? Cause she kind of cute. Because ain't no way I'm going on no motherfucking plane and flying all the way to white ass Portland to be <laughs> with my friend. That's bullshit. Now I know what your intentions are. He just Ryan's he is not. Here. Buying shit for girls and for women, and he doesn't get nothing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, can see why, I can see why Brian and Trump are friends. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. This, 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 the thoughts and the opinions of TJ, the Chicago kid, the Milwaukee kid, or whatever his name is today, are uh, his his alone. But I know he he he, he done spit some bars though. Like he I can't some bars and some truth. Let me tell y'all something about me. Y'all y'all y'all. He got this whole. Let me clear my name before I get because <laughs> I've been defamed tonight. I feel like a lawsuit should be coming against this nigga. But I'm sorry against this dude. I didn't mean to say word nigga. I want to stop. <laughs> but um, Trump. Uh, let me tell you something about me. I'm aggressive. If I want it, I'm gonna take it unless I get slapped. Bottom mm -hmm. line. Hey, don't repeat that line again, you schmuck. <laughs> like, oh my God. What happened? What you, I do? You had a Me Too movement coming to you. You don't even know where it came from. They just appeared out of nowhere. Man, you know what? Fuck that Me Too movement. Oh my God. And shove it up your ass. It's the phoniest movement ever in life. It's the phoniest movement in life. Because it is. It's, it's a critical movie. There's women predators and there's male predators, but that doesn't mean there are male prey and female prey. Do you see a man too movement going on out here? What are you talking about? Y'all already got it. Y'all already got it. We need a man too movement for all these predatorial bitches out here who make men think that they're going to give them some pussy in order to get a goddamn meal. Man, let me just say this, man. This, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't even going there. <laughs> headache already, and I don't have time for that shit. Real quick, if you like the video, hit the like button. Um, and if you want to subscribe, right down here somewhere, hit subscribe and subscribe and enjoy yourself here on. Uh, Rip Radio on YouTube Black. Anyway, yeah. I think y'all two will make a fabulous couple. That's just my opinion. Um, Enough. <laughs> it's his last best. day. Just <laughs> let him go home in peace. Some of the best relationships. Hey, I, uh, dinner tonight. I don't quit trying to put this nigga off on me. I ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. I mean, <laughs> 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 
Now, watch when we get out. Watch when we get out. He gonna look at her like, so you know, you know, like you're all right. <laughs> this is here, right? He gonna try, but nigga, you didn't been out there too long. <laughs> I've been out here for what? For almost four days. You've been out there just hanging. Out. Yeah, four days. I thought you just got out there today. No, he's about to leave. He's yeah, tomorrow. I'll be going to California tomorrow. Oh shit! I hope you got some lined up in California, Naomi. Because <laughs> I go like four days. I don't know her number. You do. I don't have Naomi's number. I got an email. No, then we'll see. I mean, I'll I take Naomi out to dinner. You take Naomi. Well, aren't you? Me and Naomi, we'll go to PF Changs. <laughs> PF Changs. Yeah, PF Changs. Uh, okay. Ruby Steakhouse. What's the name of that shit? Uh. Ruth's Steakhouse. Ruth Chris Steakhouse. That's how much I, I've never been there. You could take a porn star. You could take a porn star out to dinner and not expect nothing and want nothing. Fuck no. What? No. 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 No, sir. Hold on. You. You. You've had sex with the porn stars. Hey, man. Why you putting my business all out? You came out there last week. I'm Christian. I don't need all of that bad juice. Let me get here for the mechanics breakdown from lightning strike and all this other shit. <laughs> So, sir, I, I do want to ask you this. From your time out here in D.C. and DMV, what was one thing that sticks with you, good or bad, from when you were out here? Um, just the way people treat each other, for real, for real. Like, um, as Brian noticed, like, people out here will open the door for you. People say, excuse me, thank you, bless you from across the train. It's just, like, the way people treat each other is just so much different in D.C., like, Damn near had people like spit on me just from not even looking the other way and just people just pushing me out of the way and just no respect for each other. So that's one huge thing that just changed my whole mood when I lived there. It's just I, the way people treat each other. I agree. And I've been out here all my life and you are 100% correct. People out here are mean as shit. And I don't know if it has anything to do with the environment, where we are or what, but I've been to other areas. I haven't been to a lot, but I've been down south. I've been up north, and and it's just different. And I'm not trying to say we're the worst because people in New no. York do the shit too. Mm. No, can I can I say something about that? Um, New York, they're personable too. They're just harsher. Like their exterior is harsher because I've had some really great conversations with some old ladies and and their escapades. It was such an entertaining conversation, but they were sweetest old ladies. It's just that some of the, you know, they're going to say fuck a lot. They're going to curse and stuff like that. It comes across a little harsher and grittier, but there's a lot of personable people up there and stuff like I mean, I always frequent New York and I completely agree with you on the, um, I'm sorry, what's your name? Sarah. Um, Sarah. I agree with you about the difference in climate in terms of the way people just talk to each other. I remember going down south. And I was hanging out in Atlanta for like, it was probably like the second, third time I had been there. And this um, this lady that looked like close in age to me, we looked very close in age or whatever. She was like, hi, how you doing? And just the way she like greeted me out of nowhere. And it was just like, well, well hey, how the heck are you? Oh, okay. She's okay. I see how y'all do out here. Like just the courtesy level and just stuff like that. It's like very refreshing to go to other areas. But it is kind of depressing to know that because I know I'm from, yeah, well, I'm from Virginia, Alexandria, like close to D.C. And, yeah. Hey, La Duda, but I got a question for you. Yes. Um, 
Behind you is a bed, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Who's in your bed right now? Uh, My my, my boyfriend. Okay. I didn't know. I I, I just saw the bed. (laughs) I didn't know you had some pillows under the couch. These are pillows. Oh, those are pillows? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. I, I saw He's like, pointing out the bootleg structure of this whole no, no, no. situation. I saw a pillow, and then I saw a bandana. It looked like, and I thought, <laughs> I thought my man was just knocked out. He's like, you man, know what I thought you was about it, to. It, say. it reminded me. Of, it reminded me of that scene in Friday when the old girl answered the phone, talking about, and who? And I heard you was in a hospital, and and, and the nigga was in the bed. But I, it took me to watch Friday like ten times before I realized. She talking shit to Craig, but it's a nigga yeah, baby. Uh-huh. Fucking dicky, so yeah. <laughs> you know what I thought you was about to ask me? What? I thought you was about to ask me about the snoring because that is definitely happening back here. And I didn't know if it was if the audio was picking up. And I was thinking to myself, like, should I just kind of tap him on his nose and you know or put a little tissue or something up under? But it is him with the bandana on. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm trying to like peek in there and, and yeah. take a look and see what's going on. <laughs> like Jesus, and I, like I said, I was gonna try to make sure my background was straight or whatever. But like I said, I got a little comfortable, you know. Well, Trump's nosy ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. We we just if you have, <laughs> if you have some in the background, we gonna we gonna talk about it. We yeah, do that is, every week. That's why I made my shit, my shirt, my shit was white because I know you. <laughs> oh, wow. Be like, hold on. If you had a bed all messed up in the background, I'd have been like, okay, so that's why y'all came on late. You know? <laughs> hey, we got straight up. <laughs> I'm fucking fine. Well, look, y'all. First of all, next next episode, episode four, we have. Melissa Brim, and she is the uh, baby mama of Floyd Mayweather. I'm getting, I'm gonna get the bag. She's the <laughs> She will be on. Uh, uh, she's gonna be on. Plus, her alter ego, Mama Brim, is gonna make an appearance. Oh, uh, okay. What's the alter ego? Huh? What's the alter ego? Mama Brim. Mama Brim. Okay. And TJ said he's gonna shoot a shot. Really? Get it. Goddamn right. And I'm not going to have to fly out to Vegas to do it. I'm holding you to that. Watch me. Now I might have to, I might have to smoke for this one because I had to get real. <laughs> work. But yeah, I'm my shot. Okay. Right. I heard that. Melissa right. is with us on the next episode and TJ's going to shoot his shot and I'm going to put that in the description of this show for next week. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yes, it is. Hey man, y'all, y'all don't want to miss it. Nah, you're not at all. Um, I'm gonna have to teach you young bucks how to get straight to the motherfucking point. Please so you don't waste <laughs> your time or your money. Because I see right now, Trump didn't already wasted his money and his time with that little gal who ate him out of house and home. And Brian's sitting out there, motherfucking cold ass port. <laughs> somebody who can't wait for him to leave so the niggas she really like can come up. <laughs> really? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> been out there four days, man, so obviously she ain't rushing them to go home. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> oh, man. This, okay. Trust me. Look, 
talk guys and girls can't be just friends. There's no. nothing wrong with that. I've learned that the hard way. I'm like, we can be friends, but uh, that ain't what you want. Out of point. Right. Let's just let's just get this shit clear, cause you're not gonna bullshit me while I'm here. <laughs> you don't find her attractive. I do. She's a very attractive lady. <laughs> okay, there's two. There's a. There's two. There's a second question I'm about to ask you. Now that we've established that you find her attractive, are you attracted mm. to her? As of now, no. Get your lying ass the fuck out here. <laughs> that was shade in that. Hold on, can we be clear about the situation? That was shade. You see, you see, shade. Shade. that was shade right there. He's like, same face. Are you in her face? If her body is straight, use a motherfucking lie. <laughs> the heart strings. Hi. right in front of us, man. I tried to help you, bro. You could have shot again, the right thoughts and the opinions of TJ, the Chicago kid, the misunderstood genius, or whatever his name is this week, are his thoughts. Anyway, before we go, I want to um, shout out Sarah. Sarah, you have tell everybody what you got going on um, and what's coming up for you and the parties, like people coming out to Portland. How can they get in contact with you and, and all that stuff? Yeah, so I do overnights and weekends at We96.3. You can always listen online at We96.3pdx.com um, from 12 to 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. Pacific time. Uh, plus, I got a podcast. I did an episode with uh, Brian coming up. And awesome. then I'm always, yeah, I'm always interviewing like local talent plus comedians and celebrities that come into town. So that's always a lot of fun. Yeah. You can always check that out again on the website, We96.3pdx.com. Yeah. She does really good. She's a good interviewer. She, she interviewed Miguel's wife, girlfriend, what do you want to call her? A wag. <laughs> a wag. <laughs> and uh, some very interesting talent out here. That's the one thing a lot of people uh, that I've noticed here, there's some really good talent out here in Portland, and um, they need a person like Sarah to tap into that and expose that. So listen up, people. Portland, it's, it's a new happening place for the entertainment world. I wouldn't even know about the station if it wasn't for Sarah. So they got a listener because of you, and it's me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Brian, what's going on, man? So you're in Portland now. When are you flying back to the East Coast? Uh, I'll be back in Maryland uh, this Saturday, so I'll try to get some California sun. Um, Good. Get some for the both of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Portland rain <laughs> covers a lot. So, but, yeah. What's the temperature on Cali? Uh, temperature here has been mostly like high 40s and, yeah. and 50s. Um, Cali, I'll, I'll be sort of like in a city in between LA and San Diego. Any any people you meeting with? Um, I have a friend out there, so we'll be meeting up. Another yes, lady a, friend. Yes, another lady this friend. This trip wasn't wasted. He's yes. got another shot. Are you, going, are you going to California to get some drugs? Well, I, I bought some draws, you know, for myself. So. Uh, see, he don't want to. He don't want to yeah. stand in front of her because he don't want to say like a savage. But you know, you're going to get some pussy once you get to California. <laughs> There's oh, a lot of political correctness going on in these streets, but I'm, I'm, yeah. for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm here for. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> 
La Doodlebug, what you got going on? I tell everybody about your, your show. Um, my show is called The World Sucks, but I love it. Um, currently, it's not really being run as a podcast. It's more um, video clips that I'm releasing um, right now on Instagram. Um, just talking about whatever the hell I feel like talking about, honestly. But I'm pretty woke in these streets. I think I'm kind of woke. I'm sort of, you know, I'm a little tired every once in a while. But And I be talking about stupid stuff. But, you know, for the most part, I be trying to talk about us coming together as a people. What so, happened to the show? Yeah, my, I'm sorry? What happened to Wendy C show? Oh, Wendy C? I'm not yeah. with Wendy C. I, yeah, that 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 was more of a location situation that I thought was going to work out. But I, I yeah. Well, they suck anyway. What? It wasn't a good fit. It just no, it wasn't, wasn't a good fit. Hey, we're in Temple Hills now, so you can always feel free to come with us. Hey, well, I mean, I've been rocking with you. Y'all don't be returning phone calls. What? Bro. I don't get no phone calls. Yeah. That's why that's the problem, Trump. They don't call you back. They don't call me back. They just throw me away. They just, <laughs> they just get a dinner and throw me away. <laughs> that is so not true. That is so not true. I done brought you people, Trump. <laughs> I know. I mess with you. you. All right, TJ, the Chicago kid, Minneapolis kid, the the, uh, DC kid. What's going on, man? I know your show's coming back on the network. Um, TJ is a man who cannot keep a co-host. All the women quit. Uh, He reminds me of Ty said none of the women stay on his show. Uh, He's a better version of Ty said. TJ... (laughs) So funny. It's so funny. <laughs> you like the good luck Chuck radio? No, that's not it. It's it's the black I, I, I don't have I don't have a pandering bone in my body. So when I'm not trying to have sex with you, I tend to say whatever the fuck it is that comes to my mind, and I have some very twisted shit that I think about. And some people can't handle that. So no, I can't. So basically, we useless if you can't if you don't want to fuck. Uh, no, I wouldn't necessarily no. What I said was if I'm, not trying, if I'm not trying to fuck you, I have no reason to pander to you. But why would you pander anyway? Because right. most, most men I try like like Brian right now, he's pandering out in, in Portland because he want he's he's trying to get some hope pussy. And not gonna get no hope pussy, but he ain't no pussy on the East Coast. So if he fly out to fucking Portland, maybe he hope that you might get drunk, your batteries and your bullet might not be working that particular evening, and he walking around, you might put him to use. And you but, might need a massage or something. Right, he, right, you might need a massage or something where you know he start massaging your butt and see how far he can go. But I just don't like the panda because it takes too much effort and it's too much stress, and if I'm not trying to have sex with you like any other man, if a man is not pandering to you, he don't want to have sex with you. So, but a lot of y'all, but these, I, I think some of these younger dudes, I don't think they do all that. I think a lot of them, I think there's a lot of like if they actually can see the relationship going somewhere, I can see the pandering. But it's hard to see the pandering and and a dude that's just straight up like, look, I'm trying to smash. What's good? Or like, it's just it's just no cut cards. Like you literally just everything in your 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 physique is coming right. across. Like I'm trying. What's good? You know, like you're you're already st- you pretty much a second base before you even hit her hit her house. Definitely can't say it at work. Your ass gets sent to HR. Thanks I ain't to the talking about work. 
I ain't talking about work because that's what I'm saying. It's like there's already a developed connection there and stuff like that. I just feel like there's a lot of people who are just, you know, walk into that and pretty much just it ain't it ain't really no pleasantries beforehand. It's like I'm not saying that you just jump right into sex, but you know what I'm saying? Like it just I seems see. like there's a lot of people who just get it's it's like straight to the chase. There really is no mistaking the the the, the connection that they want. Well, a lot of times, time, time, most dudes know that at a split second, something they can say can fuck up the pussy for them possibly in the future. So they don't say necessarily what might harm their chances of getting some. But if I don't see myself ever wanting to sleep with you, then I'm liable to say anything out of my mouth because I don't care. I have a question. I have a question. Go ahead. Like, what about the chicks that you know that you can get laid by? You know what I'm saying? Them type of chicks. Because I've been having a problem for the last three years just focusing on these chicks that have absolutely no standards whatsoever being available. Like, you, a lot of the times women think that it's some, like, glamorous model, just perfect Adonis of a woman that's be, that's basically, like, a dude is, like, messing around with all the time. And a lot of the times it's some little Gertrude turtle-like substance that then has slobbed him down that he knows is on speed I dial. So if all else fall through and he's bored, she right I, there with her vacuum lips. To, I tell you, you know, what, that's exactly what it is. Because maybe when you go down, you just go down. Maybe she makes an event out of this shit when she goes down and you don't. Hey. Look, go. that's that kind of goes without saying. If I look like goddamn Cyclops, then oh, obviously my application and my interview needs to be a little better. You know, like my, you know, so I, you know, I can understand where it's like these. Ch there's some of these chicks that just understand the hierarchy of ugliness that they fall in. But that's up to y'all. If you know, yeah, but I'm gonna be serious. I'm gonna be real about the situation. If you know, like, if you know a person. Is, is messing with a cyborg and you continue to mess with the person that's messing with the cyborg. Nah. Tough shit. That's that's what I'm saying. Either step your game up or lead them a mofo. That goes for males and females. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line. I wanna so hear look, what I wanna I wanna can you can you give me your thoughts we, on that? I I, I need to on, on the on the ugly mug on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go, y'all. Thanks for everybody for tuning in to episode three. Um, hit the like button if you like this episode below. Hit the subscribe button, subscribe, and stay tuned. Next episode, we have Melissa Brim, and TJ said he's gonna shoot his shot, and I'm gonna hold him to that shit. So, thanks to everybody. So long. Bye.